In the world of Hollywood, movies get greenlit and redlit. They get remade and rebooted. But we are the ideal. I'm Sam Gash, and you are listening to Ideal Remake. Thank you for listening to Ideal Remake. We take movies that either have been, will be, or should be remade and talk about what the ideal version of that remake would be. Except for this week. This week is just gratitude. You want to know why? Because it's the end of season three. We did it. We got through the season that took place in 2020. (laughs) Awesome. Now, the interesting thing is that as of the time of this recording, it is still 2020. But when you are listening to this, it will be 2021. What's it like? Is it better? Do we have outside again? Actually, the other funny thing is that it's currently raining in Los Angeles, and I love the rain. You grow up in Tucson, Arizona, or any desert, really, and you learn to love the rain. And last night, we had some amazing thunder. It was awesome. So outside is actually pretty cool right now. Can't really go there, but, you know, can appreciate. But yeah, this is kind of a wrap-up for Season 3 of Ideal Remake. And I want to take a moment to thank all of you who've been listening throughout this year. I was going through and doing the math, and there are 25 new episodes in season three of the show, and that's a significant number, especially considering that recording got so much harder, sort of, this year. It, I, I like recording in person. I like having a back and forth and having a real conversation, not necessarily pausing and waiting for people to jump in, and yeah, I I miss that. But 2020 being the year that it was, we had to record online. I want to thank you, listener, for listening to episodes that may not have been technically as impressive as some of the other ones, or may not have had as much joy as if we'd been recording in person, but I still think this year We put out some amazing episodes and some amazing remakes and some good conversations about movies, the vast majority of which I'd never seen. And so thank you. Thank you for listening. If any of you went and left reviews this year, thank you. I'm going to check right now and see if there are any new ones. We do have a new review. It is from Rick Mahogany 4 It says, Sometimes you root for one. Sometimes they just need to leave a classic alone, but Sam gets down to what we need to make it awesome. Entertaining. Thank you, Rick, for the lovely five-star review. Thank you to everyone else who took the time to leave a review this year. It would be amazing if, especially now that I'm going to be taking a month or two off from making the podcast, I'm very tired, if you would mind going onto your Apple podcasts and leaving a five-star review, it is so helpful and it would be so appreciated and I would thank you even more. But in terms of thanking people, I wanted to go through and thank all of my amazing guests who took the time to be on my little show this year. It's been an amazing roster and some of these I can't even believe were just this year because 2020 feels like it's uh, been an entire decade unto itself, but they were like we have my last in-person records and then my first over-the-internet records. So this season, season three, started off with an episode I actually recorded in 2019, Pet Shop, with guest Austin Badgett. Austin is an amazing writer that I met through WGA events, and Pet Shop is 
this kind of this tiny little indie movie, not even necessarily indie movie that I'd never seen before, but it was super cute and it was really fun to talk about and we enjoyed it and it was a wonderful conversation. The second episode we did this year, episode 63, was Willow. JC is someone I've known for a few years and he is hilariously funny. He's an amazing comic and a phenomenal actor. You can see him on uh, a Disney show right now. And JC and I had talked about remaking Willow, like, even back in season one or two. And we finally got around to making it. And it's actually one of my shorter episodes, just because we have so much fun just, like, throwing ideas at the wall and just seeing what sticks. And and that that was great. (laughs) And then I had guests Tom Loveman and Roshani Lumeno to remake The Secret of My Success. I know Tom and Roshni from a writing group that I've been involved in. They're both lovely human beings and wonderful to talk to. And part of the fun of Secret of My Success is right when we released that episode is just when a brand new musical of The Secret of My Success came out. The timing on that was insane and such kismet, and I loved it. The unfortunate thing is that then COVID happened and all of art stopped, but it was so cool. And speaking of dystopian futures that are also the past, the next movie that we talked about was Strange Days with Danny Bell. Danny is a really good fantasy author, and he has just this really cool eye for story and concept, and he brought that to the show to talk about this movie that I'd never heard of. And not only that, Strange Days is so difficult to find online that, like, a DVD of it cost, like, $25 or $50 or something. It was, like, way expensive. Like, I don't remember how we ended up finding it, but it was wild. And then, of course, Danny came on and we had this amazing conversation, because it's it's an intense movie. But, yeah. Thank you, Danny, for making me watch that, because obviously now I have such an appreciation for, A, those actors, and, and B, you as a human being. And then the last in-person episode that I recorded this year was Clueless. We recorded that at my friend Paul's apartment. (laughs) The last in-person episode I didn't even record at my apartment. That's wild. I didn't even think about that. Recorded that with Isabella Ajizi and Paul Presley. Both were returning guests, and we just had a fun conversation about the movie Clueless, and just talking about it and talking about other ye olde novels. (laughs) Ye olde. It's like 150 years old. It's not even that old. Uh, being adapted into movies, and good times had by all. And then the next episode was the April Fool's episode, which I recorded with fellow podcaster Scott Corelli. And Scott had this really cool idea for what would end up being a April Fool's episode, which is, what if we do like a pre-make? What if the movie as we know it was itself a remake? So, with that idea in mind, we talked about Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and we made a pre-make, if that movie had come out not in the 2000s, but in the 90s. And that was wild. That was also super fun. Scott's also just an amazing podcaster in general, just because he has so many podcasts of his own, but that helped make the episode fascinating and interesting, and so thank you, Scott. The next episode was a movie I'd also never heard of, and then when I'd sort of heard of it, I was thinking of a movie that was an entirely different movie than the movie I actually ended up watching. Daniel Oliveira 
came on to remake Last Action Hero, which is the Schwarzenegger movie of Schwarzenegger movies. It's also a Shane Black movie, which I didn't know going into it, and it is so good and so weird and so funny and amazing, and I I just need everyone to watch this movie. Like, this movie was so much my sense of humor, and it's like come up in conversation the rest of the year, just being like, yeah, but you know what you need to see is Last Action Hero, and oh man, crazy. So thank you, Daniel, for making me watch watch Last Action Hero. It has actively improved my life. And then episode 69 of Ideal Remake, which I'm only just now realizing, and I bet the guests would appreciate as well, because, you know, nice, <laughs> was the remake of Ace Ventura Pet Detective with Cozy Orlin and Lucé Tomlin Brenner. They have a podcast themselves. I should have mentioned Scott's podcasts. Scott is responsible for Back to the Future Minute and uh, Spider-Man Minute, and he's also currently one of the co-hosts on a podcast called Theme Park This, which is just great. If you're a fan of theme parks and want to hear like crazy concepts and shows and movies, like what would happen if they made a theme park out of that show or movie, it's such a cool and interesting show, and you should listen to it. Sorry I didn't say that earlier. Oh, and Tom and Roshni have a podcast, too. It's called Writer's Group Therapy, and you should listen to that. Oh my gosh. And I should also just say the name of Danny's books. I am bad at this. His series of fantasy novels is called The Black Pages, and it opens with Empty Threat, and then the second one is called Warning Call. And Danny says he has, like, all 12 books in the series mapped out in his head. He just needs to, you know, write them. And he's been doing it, and they've been getting awards and prizes and, like, accolades and amazing reviews and support their work and writing. So, sorry. Back to Cozy Orland and Lucy Tomlin Brenner. Their podcast is called You Need to See This, which is another movie podcast where they basically take movies what that one of them hasn't seen and the host will then try to convince the other to watch that movie. And it's super fun. I've known Cozy for a while, but I'd never met Luce before. But I've been listening to their podcast and they and Luce had mentioned Ace Ventura in some context and kind of wanting to go back and how it doesn't really hold up. It does not. And I was like, oh, that be I should have them on the show to remake that movie. So I did, and they were wonderful. That is an episode that I'm so proud of in particular, just because the three of us came up with such a cool idea for an Ace Ventura remake that, like, if people need to go and pick an individual episode to listen to, Ace Ventura Pet Detective episode, highly recommend. And Cozy and Luce are absolutely responsible for that. Amazing job. Thank you both. Next is... Episode 70, uh, we remade Bedazzled uh, with my guest, Lauren Bancroft. Lauren hosts a couple podcasts, The Pincroft Pod and Historical Hookups, and both are great, and if you enjoy... I think Pincroft Pod was doing baseball movies. I don't know what they're going to be doing next. And Historical Hookups is exactly what it sounds like. Check them out. Lauren's fiancé, John Pingle, is actually the one who cut together my new intro, which you even heard at the beginning of this episode. So the two of them had announced and opened a Pingcroft recording booth audio session 
like podcasting company and then the uh, coronavirus hit and that sucks but they're so good and if you need audio cut together or sound or anything reach out to Lauren Bancroft John Pingle and they will get you covered after that it was Dune in June talking about Dune with Caitlin Rogers and Caitlin is also a friend who I've known for a really long time she's an amazing customer, a fantastic pun artist, and it was just super fun talking to her about Dune, a book which I have read, and a movie that is bananas. And as soon as we're able to go see the new one in theaters, we are going to go, because Dune. Dune! Following up uh, Dune, I talked about another video game movie with Alex Kane. I say another because he's previously been on to talk about... Mortal Kombat, and Pixels. And, wow, Assassin's Creed is not a good movie. But we sure talked about it and tried to come up with a way to, like, make it work. But Alex is always such a, such a cool dude, super fun to talk to, and that was great. And then, after that, was High Spirits, which is a movie that if you haven't heard of, you're not alone, because I also hadn't heard of it. And it's a movie that's so good, it's available entirely for free on YouTube, or was when we recorded this. So that's how you know how good it is. But it's got an all-star cast. It's got Steve Gutenberg and Liam Neeson and Daryl Hannah. It's an amazing movie. And it's super, it's like a, a horror comedy, but really more comedy with horror elements. And it's just so goofy. And Chris O'Connor brought it up. I don't remember why it came up, but I'm like, all right, great, let's talk about this movie. So we did. Oh man, that was a fun episode too. Just what a bananas movie. You should you should watch it. Just go to YouTube. We've all got time. <laughs> watch High Spirits. Chris has his own podcast as well called TMNT Minute where they're going through and watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies and talking about them minute by minute and it's great. Next up was Flashdance. Meredith came back and it was actually my first solo episode with Meredith. Meredith had been on with our mutual friend Laser to remake The Matrix and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And now Meredith was back and the two of us talked about Flashdance, which is a movie that I'd never seen before, but obviously I was very aware of. And we just had a super fun time talking about what this movie was and how this movie could work and like kind of the difference it would take to make that movie today and a lot of the things that this movie did very well and then some of the things that the movie did not do so well but great conversation meredith is a wonderful human being and if you have the time to support her projects and things and everything go do it because meredith is great and then was episode 75 and boy howdy did we make this a weird one Episode 75, we do a remake of Digimon the Movie with Claire Mulcairin and Tanner Vogelsang. And this idea was Tanner's, but I was like, I can't do a Digimon movie without having Claire on to talk about it as well. And this was so silly because it's like, it's so difficult to remake because the movie itself is like a stitched together thing of three different Japanese Digimon movies and it's so goofy and weird but it was so fun and I don't think Claire or Tanner thought we'd actually get to the point of like ending up with a real remake but we did we completed the episode we got what we needed and we did the thing so good for us 
Claire has a number of different projects and things. I think uh, her podcast, Smash Fiction, has actually come to an end. But if you want to go back and re-listen to episodes of that, I highly recommend it. It's super great. Um, But Claire is currently a writer for the website Looper, so if you want to read some fun articles, go for it. And Tanner has a podcast called Not If I Reboot You First that he co-hosts with Lindsay Mitchell. And that is very much like a sister podcast to this one. The concept of that is that they take a movie, a TV show, a video game, a comic book, anything, and they talk about what it what would go into rebooting that thing. Very similar in concept to Ideal Remake, but not just limited to movies. I was a guest on their show back in May or June, and I went in to either do a remake of the TV show Reboot, which they'd sort of already done and then ended up doing later, or because we were still very much at the beginning, we thought, or we, or we didn't realize, but very much of the of the quarantine, and did a reboot of movie theaters, and like, how are movie theaters even going to work, or how can we get them to work again in like a post-COVID world, if we're going to even get to a post-COVID world, who knows? And so if you enjoy, like, the concept of taking something and, like, re-figuring it out, you would love Not If I Reboot You First. So check their show out as well. And then we followed that up with a remake of The Avengers. But not that one. It's The Avengers from 1998 with Ray Fiennes and <laughs> Uma Thurman. You know, The Avengers. And my guest for that was returning guest Chris Lord. Chris had previously been on to remake Superman, and we ended up coming up with an amazing Superman trilogy. And then we did James Bond, and we did these deep dives into these, like, huge parts of Chris's, like, fandom life. And for this, we wanted to do something a little bit silly. And so we wanted, I suggested that we do one of, because Chris is such a big James Bond fan, one of Sean Connery's last couple of movies. And so, The Avengers. And at some point next year, or I guess when you're listening to it this year, he'll be back to remake the other one. But The Avengers is so, it's so bad. It is such a bad, nonsensical movie. But it is such a good, bad movie night. I remember when I first saw this movie a few years ago. Just randomly we found it, and I watched it with my friend Zach. And then, like, within a week or two, it was the movie that got, that was on um, How Did This Get Made?, And we were like, oh my god, this is so wild! And it was just one of those kismet moments. And Chris always is a a fun person to have on the show, and talking about the Avengers with him was just delightful. Chris has two podcasts that I know about, possibly a third at this point, who can say, but I'll recommend the two. The one that I've been on and I regularly listen to is Tim Talk, where they go back and they are going through all of the Bruce Timm animated DC TV shows. That's Batman the Animated Series, Superman, Static Shock. And they have now made it to Justice League, kind of like the last show, Justice League Unlimited, really, in that Tim Talk, that Bruce Timm animated universe. I got to be on for an episode this year as well, and it's super great, and I love their show, and it just speaks directly to the little nerd in me, and I love it. And Chris's other podcast is called Gay It Forward. Chris has self-described as the worst gay, and so he has friends coming on to, like, educate him and introduce him to things to make him be a better gay. His description, not mine. But yeah, also a super fun show and worth checking out. And then, oh, the next thing was Highlander. 
Highlander has been at the top of my list of movies I've wanted to do a remake of for a while. And I kind of wanted to have on someone who was kind of like an old school Highlander fan, like someone who'd seen all the movies, and that was Kevin Mosteller. Kevin's been on, gosh, probably more than anyone else. It's probably me, then Mike, then Kevin. And Kevin's catching up with Mike pretty quickly and will likely surpass him this next year. But Kevin is a fan of Highlander. And so we got to really talk about like kind of like the lore and the crazy world building that's been going on with that franchise for so long and got to play around with it and enjoy. And that I love having Kevin on as a guest. Obviously, that's why he's been on so much. And this was no exception. It was just wonderful. And then I had my guest who was the furthest away a guest I've ever had has been. Laura House, recording from Ireland, was my guest for episode 78 when we remade Night Shift. Night Shift I'd heard of and seen before. It's the Henry Winkler, Michael Keaton movie. And Shelley Long, excuse me. What am I even saying? Henry Winkler, Michael Keaton, Shelley Long movie. And it's it's so goofy. It's such a weird comedy. And we remade it. It It's so, <laughs> so silly. Uh, Laura actually lives normally in Los Angeles, although I think uh, she and her boyfriend or fiance just got a house in Austin. But I know her through comedy and stuff out here in LA, and she's just wonderful and a delightful human being and was so kind to be on the sh- a guest on my show, especially while she was show running uh, this show she was writing for Irish TV, or in Ireland. And I'm phrasing this poorly, but it was very nice of Laura to take the time to do my show while she was running her own show. And then I had my amazing friend and co-writer Diane Bloom on to make remake the movie Wanted. <laughs> oh, I hated this movie so much. I really did. And Diane was like, the movie's bad, but the comic book's better. And then the more she described the comic book, the more I was like, that that's almost worse. That's way more misogynistic. And she's like, yeah, that's a good point. Still, though. And I'm like, oh, no. Uh, that it's a fun episode. It's a lot of back and forth. And Diane's just great. I just like hanging out with Diane. Really good friends with Diane. Probably one of my best friends out here uh, in Los Angeles. And uh, having her on the show is always a delight. And um, you should uh, check that episode out because that was also a lot of fun. And then the Halloween episode was Catwoman. So I didn't necessarily know what I wanted the Halloween episode to be. Um, but I asked uh, my friend... Oh, no, that's not the Halloween episode. That was just the other episode in October. It's not the Halloween episode. It just happened to be in October and someone's dressed up, of course. So Mimi Darling, I've known for a little bit, and she is... I've had some really interesting just movie conversations with her because she is able to see... Like, she has a different perspective than I do, and she's able to see criticisms and critiques and amazing things in movies that I personally am not able to see. So I really enjoy talking about art and film with her and she and her boyfriend Cam and I last year all went to uh, designer con together and that was so fun just because it's just the three of us wandering around this gigantic nerdy art fair and just seeing all of this ridiculous goofy nerdy art and all three of us geeking out over different things and it was so much fun and So Mimi and I remade Catwoman, which neither of us had ever seen, I don't think, because she watched it first and then texted me, I'm so sorry, or messaged me, like, to apologize. 
And I was like, we'll see. And it is bad. It's pretty bad. What's crazy is that the cat, the, the Halle Berry Catwoman character is so very similar to the Kristen Wiig character in the Wonder Woman 84 movie that just came out. And that's all I kept thinking about when I was watching Wonder Woman 84. And I was like, ah, oh man, this is not a good sign for your movie. But the episode's really great, and we came up with a lot of fun fixes and kind of like a great arc and story for what we wanted the movie to be, and it was delightful. And Mimi's a great guest. I was having a conversation with uh, Mimi a few weeks ago, and she was talking about just like job stuff, and she was talking about how the next job she does is going to be one where she's working for herself. And I just got to say, anyone who is keeping an eye on stuff like that, keep an eye out for Mimi, because she's going to be doing some amazing things. And if you want to support something that she's currently working on, she has an Instagram account called See It On Tuesday, which is all about going and seeing movies, which, gosh, sounds like something that I would be into myself. Mimi sees every single movie that comes out. And so the whole premise of the Instagram account is she sees the movie so you can decide if you want to see it in theaters or wait for it to like come to VOD. And... A, that's an amazing idea because she sees every movie, so she has the best insight on whether or not other people should see the movie. And B, I want to get good movie critiques and reviews before I see them and let that help me decide if I want to see the movie. And See It on Tuesday does an amazing job of that. And then the actual Halloween episode is The Nightmare Before Christmas with a couple of the first friends I ever met made in Los Angeles. Like, I met Kim Vrujink and Bethany Kulias doing background. I only did background for the first year and a half or so I was in LA, and I met them pretty quickly. And I haven't done background in eight years, but we're still friends and we still hang out. And, like, they've been my quarantine virtual watch party buddies, like, this whole time. We watched through, we got completely caught up on Great British Bake Off, and then we've been systematically watching through other shows, like we watched The Floor is Lava, (laughs) we watched another cooking show, we've been watching, man, Schitt's Creek, and, and Nailed It, and just started watching a little bit of The Dairy Girls. These two are amazing. I'm very lucky to have them both in my life, and I'm very glad that they were able to both be guests this year, so... We remade Nightmare Before Christmas, which was super fun, and I very much enjoyed talking about it. We kind of remade it in the style of, what if this was a Disney live-action remake? So then the next episode in November, guess who's back? It's Kevin Mosteller again! So Kevin had kind of offhandedly mentioned, hey, the next movie we should remake is Escape from New York, and I was like, you're right, we should remake Escape from New York. I've never seen it, this seems like a good idea, and... I really enjoyed this movie. Again, completely different than what I was expecting, but super fun and a good conversation, again, because Kevin's an amazing guest. That's why he was on twice this season. It actually occurs to me. He and one other person were my only two guests who were on twice uh, this year. Good for me. (laughs) But yeah, everything I said about Kevin when we were talking about Highlander, same thing about Escape from New York. Kevin is a fantastic guy. If you need someone to score a film project you're working on, reach out to Kevin Mosteller, because that's what he does, and he's very, very good at it, and it's like getting awards and that sort of thing, and Kevin Mosteller knows his sound, knows his music, and knows his escape from New York, too. 
The next movie was a departure from anything else I'd ever done before. I'd reached out to my friend Corsica Wilson to see if she'd like to be on the show and if she'd like to talk about a movie, and she'd said, yeah, can we do a silent movie? And I said, oh, gosh, sure. I'd never considered that as an option. And so we talked about the Buster Keaton movie, Sherlock Jr. So I'd never seen it before. I'd seen Steamboat Bill Jr., that Buster Keaton movie, but I'd never seen Sherlock Jr. I didn't really know anything about it, but I watched it. And like, as soon as I finished watching it, because it's also available for free on YouTube, but this is just because it's old at this point. And I texted Corsica right away. I was like, this movie was great. And it was, and I loved it. And talking to Corsica, Corsica gave like me and whoever was listening this amazing background kind of in Buster Keaton and in silent movies and also had some amazing suggestions on getting people to watch silent movies now. So that was a fascinating episode and I really enjoyed it. And so if you like silent movies or you want you want to like silent movies, that's a fantastic one to start with. And watch Sherlock Jr. It's delightful. Following that up with someone else from my quarantine movie club is the guy who started Quarantine Movie Club, Paul Presley. Back from outer space? Sure. Um, Paul, previously on this season for Clueless, now came back because he had just watched Scooby-Doo. I think he'd watched the 2002 Scooby-Doo live-action movie kind of to distract himself from, like, election stuff and was like, oh, this would be a good movie to talk about with Sam. And I was like, yes, that would be a good movie to talk about with me. And so we had a super fun conversation about Scooby-Doo because we both like Scooby-Doo. And I think we both rewatched this movie expecting to not like it as much as we both like did. And that was just great and fun and a super cool episode. And Scooby-Doo! Who doesn't like Scooby-Doo? So then the last full episode that came out in 2020 is Pretty Woman. Now, this, <laughs> in retrospect, kind of completes the trifecta of, like, 80s, 90s movies about sex workers trying to make good. Because Flashdance, Night Shift, Pretty Woman. And so I've known Tame also for a long time. Tame Hatsios was actually one of the first people to cast me in a project after moving to LA. She cast me in a music video called Nothing in Your Pocket. I auditioned for a role I should not have gotten, but she thought I was so funny and adorable in the room that she literally created a role for me, which is one of the nicest things anyone's ever done for me. So I'd been talking to Tame for a while, like going back and forth, and Tame always, the movie she wanted to remake was Pretty Woman. And then we we watched the movie for the the podcast, and I think she ended up enjoying it more on the rewatch than she had when she'd originally seen it or even suggested it. And so we had a good back and forth talking about what this movie could be, how we would remake it now. And so as of this recording, that's the last full episode to have come out, but there's one more before you will be listening to this. But Tame is a wonderful line producer and a fantastic director, and if you want to hire her for things, and you should... You should go look up Metahara Productions, M-E-T-A-H-A-R-A Productions. And then the season finale, the episode that in my head perfectly encapsulates the best way to end 2020, because 2020 is not a good year, because we all spent it home alone. So what movie to talk about? Home Alone. It's the holiday movie that totally sums up the year. 
And even though 2020 was a bad year, a terrible year, don't get me wrong, some good things happened. I took an amazing writing class and I met these three fantastic human beings. I met Cassie Soliday, I met Valerie Vasilis, and I met Matthew Willits. And we've continued to have a writing group even after our class ended. And honestly, seeing them every week and then every other week has really helped me be able to get through this awful year because it's been a little bit less awful with them in it. So thank you, Valerie, Cassie, and Matthew. You're wonderful people, and I'm so thankful that the three of you were able to be my guests for the last episode of Season 3 of Ideal Remake. So for everyone who's listened this season, and anyone who's made it to the end of this episode too, my gosh, thank you. 2020 was rough for everybody, myself included, and I know 2021 is not going to be an automatic fix. You're listening in the future. You already know that it's not an automatic fix. Or what other god-awful things have actually happened between now and then. But I know that if we all stick together, we support each other, and we help each other, we can try to make it a little bit better. And that's all we can really hope for. So thank you so much for listening. Season 3 of Ideal Remake and 2020 in general has been very memorable, but I'm excited to see what we all make next. I'm going to be taking a month or two off to work on other projects, get some writing done, and I'll obviously because January is always my busiest month as a bookkeeper, and I look forward to coming back for Ideal Remake Season 4. But until then, stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy, drink some water, and take care of each other. Bye!